Celtics make it home and take care of Jazz despite extra time in Milwaukee. J. King Boston, when the Boston team plane finally flew out of Milwaukee, for real this time, Jason Tatum said he wasn't sure he would suit up for Friday night's game. For the first time in more than nine years, according to the records of longtime radio announcer Sean Grande, the Celtics were set to fly and play a game on the same day after a flight cancellation the previous night. With the team a long shot to finish anywhere but second place in the Eastern Conference, it would have at least made some sense for Tatum, who ranked second in the league in minutes per game, to sit out on the second leg of a back-to-back. Still, as he thought more about the situation, Tatum started to believe he needed to play. He always leans that way, but this time he had an extra reason. The travel issues would present problems. They would push the Celtics to dig deep. As he looked ahead to the challenges, he wanted to go through them with his teammates. I wasn't really supposed to play today, Tatum said after scoring 39 points in a 122-114 win against Utah. But we were talking on the plane. We were all kind of in this together. We just wanted to kind of go through it with the guys and rock out and play and figure it out. And it was fun. It was fun figuring it out regardless of how the last 24 hours were. It was rewarding. The Celtics didn't always have their best stuff against Utah, but took pride in finding a way under unique circumstances. They were initially scheduled to fly back to Boston after Thursday night's 140-99 win in Milwaukee, but their flight was cancelled after they boarded the plane. Word circulated to the team that the pilot could not work due to illness. Grant Williams said they spent about 25 or 30 minutes on the aircraft before finding out it would not take off. Eventually, the decision was made for the Celtics to push the flight back to Friday. That meant they would fly on the same day of a game for the first time since January 3, 2014, according to Grande. They retreated to a Milwaukee hotel for a quick sleep before heading back to the airport in the morning. It was weird, Marcus Smart said. We waited to try to get a pilot. Then we didn't get a pilot. Then they told us there were no rooms and then we had to wait and try to get a room. Nobody knew exactly what was going on. Then when we finally figured it out, it was already two in the morning. We're here, we're ready to play, Mazzella said. The message seemed clear. It's not an excuse, he said. It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. The only thing that matters is getting ready for Utah. It doesn't matter. We're safe, we're healthy, we're rested, got a good night's sleep. With the win, Boston, 54-24, pulled 1.5 games back of Milwaukee for the top seed in the Eastern Conference. That deficit could be insurmountable with such a short time left in the regular season, but the Celtics were competing for more than just playoff positioning against Utah. Mazzola wanted them to avoid a letdown after the blowout of Milwaukee. He wanted them to take care of all the little things they will need to handle throughout the postseason. He wanted them to commit fully to grinding out a win even after a strange day of travel. I knew what I was going to get tonight, Mazzella said. I trusted our guys. And I knew we were going to be really competitive, I knew we were going to put ourselves in a position to win the game. 
I could just sense it from our guys because we've been in that situation before where we didn't respond, so I know our team was ready to do that. Tatum deflected a pass and hustled to save possession while ahead by eight points during the final minute. Blake Griffin, dove after a loose ball with the Celtics leading by double digits deep in the fourth quarter. Smart picked up full court after scoring a bucket to give his team a 112-97 advantage with 5.30 left. Even after Boston grew frustrated with the officiating, picking up two fourth-quarter technical fouls, Mazzella found the silver lining in that. He believed Griffin, who earned one of those technicals and also got into it with Jazz guard, Chris Dunn, enhanced the Celtics' focus and energy at an opportune time. Earlier, on Boston's final defensive possession of the first half, Smart would not give up any separation. Talon Horton Tucker tried to create a driving angle, but Smart refused to let it happen. He slid right, then left, then back again, mirroring Horton Tucker's movements. Smart could have considered his job done when Horton Tucker threw a cross-court pass, but the Celtics needed another effort from Smart. As the ball swung around the perimeter, he sprinted to the opposite corner to contest a Simone Fontecchio three-point attempt. Smart's initial closeout forced Fontecchio to take one dribble to the side, then a second closeout forced a miss. Just found a way to win, Mazzella said. We didn't feel sorry for ourselves, we understood it was circumstances outside of our control, and I thought we did whatever we had to do to win the game. Today wasn't about execution and it wasn't about anything other than whatever we had to do to win. Over the last 48 hours, our guys have shown just a mindset to be able to navigate different emotions, different things that the league presents, so we just have to work to continue that. Photo of Blake Griffin and Simone Fonticcio, Winslow Townsend slash Getty Images